Welcome to Transmissions Alt Mode, where we talk all news, comics, and media related to the Transformers. On this episode, there's more Skybound Transformer comics news. James Roberts has new More Than Meets the Eye notebooks in the works. And we round out the show with another Earthspark review. Today is Friday, September 8th, 2023, and this is episode 354 of Transmissions Alt Mode. Welcome to Transmissions Alt Mode, the podcast that's slowly transforming into a comic book store. I'm your host, Charles, a.k.a. Big C, and I'm joined by the excellent Transmissions team. Jeremy, a.k.a. Yakko. Hey, how's it going? And Scott, the illustrious Dr. Pants. Can I start a poll list with you guys? Let's talk Transformers. Yes, if as, as long as you only want to buy one comic in October. <laughs> That's not far from the usual, so sure. <laughs> as always, we start off the show by thanking our Donatrons, those lovely people who support us on Patreon and PayPal. We really appreciate all of the support you guys give to us. It helps keep the show going, helps us do amazing things uh, as a podcast and we love you guys for it. We also give you guys some perks and, and some benefits. But, uh, you know, it's it, it's just uh, nice to have, uh, you know, the support of all our all our listeners and, and letting us know that they appreciate what, you, what we do. So we really appreciate you guys. If you would like to support the podcast and you're not already, just go to transmissionspodcast.com slash support. That's where you can sign up. We did have uh, two new Donatrons joining this week. Well, we have one new one and one returning one. So welcome to Alex, who just joined up as a yearly Donatron. And welcome back to Quattro, who we just hung out at TFCon Toronto uh, this year. So uh, great to, it was great to see you again. But uh, thanks for coming back and becoming a Donatron again. So uh, we really appreciate it. And, of course, all our Donatrons, all our current Donatrons, are going to get our exclusive Skybound Transformers number 1 comic. That is uh, has artwork by EJ Sue. We announced that last week, and uh, it is available now for pre-order for everyone. Uh, you can check that out at our website, transmissionspodcast.com slash comic. That's where you can order it. That goes directly to the order page where you can make a pre-order. So all our Donatrons who have been signed up since, uh, um, you know, as of August 31st last month, you guys all get the comic for free uh, as a sign of uh, our appreciation for all your support. Uh, we'll have more details about uh, future Donatrons and uh, what tier the comic will be available at in the future. Uh, stay tuned for that. But right now, uh, if you are not an Anatron, you can just buy it directly at our website. So transmissionspodcast.com slash comic, $15 plus shipping and handling. Uh, very simple. Get your pre-order in now and, uh, we'll ship them out as soon as we're allowed to on August or October 4th, uh, when the comic drops. And, so. and if you are a Donatron, go to Patreon, make sure your address is up to date. It might be a while or might've been a while since you last checked it. But we'll also send out a reminder when we're getting ready to to ship the stuff. So, but just make sure your address is up to date so it goes to the right place. Right, exactly. Okay, uh, of course, as a Donatron, you get access to some bonus content. 
We've got uh, awesome episodes of We Like Big Bots done by Dr. Pants and Daryl. We've got 10 episodes available on our Patreon page. As soon as Daryl and Dr. Pants uh, get get back home and are able to get back into the lab, we'll have some more coming out this fall. And uh, you can look forward to that. Also, uh, we've got bonus episodes of our Transformers Live Play RPG podcast, Empire of Rust. And this week is the bonus version of episode 109, How Did It Get, get So Late So Soon? And this is the season finale, season two finale of Empire of Rust. So the Donatrions have had access to that bonus uncut version since Monday. Then if you want the regular version, that will be out next Monday. So this uh, this coming Monday at transmissionspodcast.com slash rust. And you'll get the, the fully edited version there. I feel so, like that, yeah. that title can apply to my life as well. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's just called being an adult at this point anymore. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Especially if you have kids. Yeah. Yeah. I don't, but, you know, I understand. (laughs) Uh, Also, uh, before we get into alt mode news for this week, uh, we do want to remind you we've got a new Toy Hacks code for the month of September. So this is TFMPOD09. This is our new code for September. So you can continue to get 15% off at all your orders at toyhacks.com. So you can use this code as many times as you want throughout the month of September, and it will be good. So remember, TFMPOD09, TFMPOD09. So it should be easy to remember. All right, let's uh, jump into alt mode, and we're going to start off with some comics news. Okay, so uh, Skybound is uh, continuing the hype for their new Transformers series, the Energon Universe. And we've got a lot of covers uh, for the Transformers number one coming out. It's not just our exclusive uh, commission cover. (laughs) We've got a a lot of just the main covers. There's It looks like A through H. uh, And then I is a blank sketch cover. So uh, you have three different... Uh, Daryl Warren Johnson covers, um, and those are uh, you know those are the ones the images we've already seen. Uh, one with the you know all the Autobots and the Decepticons. Yeah, here's the one with Optimus Prime. Then there's the one with uh, the Autobots uh, in a you know a little group shot, and then the Decepticons. So those are all cover images by the uh, artist and writer Daniel Warren Johnson and colorist Mike Spicer. Then we've got one by Ryan Otley, who is the uh, the artist on Invincible. Uh, so that's a cool uh, image there. Um, looks like we've got another one from uh, Cliff Chang. Uh, so this is a you know interesting image: Prime smashing Starscream while it looks like Spike's van is fleeing the Decepticons. So Prime trying to you know basically helping like them he's out, ripping something out of Starscream. Oh, yeah. Yeah, you're right. Hmm. Reaching in and grabbing his face while he's transformed. <laughs> it's really funny. Maybe. All these cover, all these covers show a lot of death on Starscream or a lot of brutality. <laughs> and then, and then transmissions. We love Starscream. <laughs> yeah. 
this one is uh, by Francis Manipool, and uh, this is uh, yeah, it looks like it looks a little bit like Prime is going to grab Spike and his friend. So yikes! <laughs> um, we've also got a there's another cover by Ian Bertram, but we don't have an image for that, so. I guess that's a spoiler. Well, I guess, and that's that's a one in one hundred incentive copy. So there won't be many out there for that one. That'll be that'll be the super rare one. Uh, and of course, there's a blank sketch cover, so you can take that to uh, you know to your TFCon and get it get your own image done. So yeah, be on the lookout for all these comics. I would not advise pulling a Shelton for Transformers number one uh, because in addition to all these covers, there will be several. Uh, retailer exclusive commission covers, not just the transmissions one. Uh, there's already a, a TFAW one, things from another world.com. Uh, and I'm sure there are bound to be more. So, uh, yeah. Be on the lookout for that. But always, uh, you know, consider that transmissions one, EJ Sue. You know, that's a great, great artwork. If you want one where Starscream is not being destroyed. <laughs> Our cover is the one to get. Yep. If you love Starscream, ours is the way to go. Yeah. <laughs> uh, next up, uh, we've got more covers for Void Rivals. And I believe these are all coming out on October 4th with the, the Transformers number one. So there's a fourth printing of the Jetfire, <laughs> the uh, you know tra- Void Rivals number one, another Jetfire variant. That is art by Flaviano. There's a issue two, a third printing of issue two, and that is a Skuxoid, and also by Flaviano. I think these are connecting covers. These the issue one and two, and then a second printing number three of Void Rivals number three, featuring a Quintesson Prosecutor, and that is art by Jason Howard. And so uh, we're, we're sorry, Scott, that these have pretty much given away all of the spoilers like all, all of the transformers <laughs> it, related spoilers it, it's fine because now i know like hey maybe i should read this <laughs> yeah i mean and and i'm at this point i think i'm out with the void rivals covers like i bought the i bought i like a sucker bought the first second and third printing of um <laughs> void rivals number one i'm not buying a fourth printing of void rivals number one I mean, you got me. I, I've, 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 I'm reading Void Rivals, Robert Kirkman. Thank you. I, you know, I'm enjoying Void Rivals. It's, it's good. It's a good comic. I don't need uh, this many versions of it. I mean, not every alternate cover can be as creative as this one. <laughs> yes. The, the one that's the parody of oh. the monster at the end of this book starring Grover. So, <laughs> Yeah. But uh, yeah, I mean, I, I I am curious to see where Void Rivals is going to go. I wonder if it's going to have longe- longevity and how much it's going to interact with the the rest of the Energon universe. Uh, so I'm curious to see where that goes. But uh, yeah, I mean, it seems like Void Rivals is is doing pretty well, at least out of the gate. It's uh, the hype is the hype train is still going. If they're if they're going up to a fourth printing for Void Rivals number one. Yeah. As a sci-fi story, it's been a lot of fun. Just, yeah, you know, take the Transformers out of it. it it's still been a lot of fun. So. Yeah. So, uh, so we'll see how it's going. I, and I imagine the, these, since these ones are going up on stores 
the same day as the Transformers number one comic is out. I, I think they're trying to do some cross promotion here. Like, hey, you, you're interested in Transformers? Well, this other comic is also a tie-in, so you can take a look. So, yeah, good luck. I, I hope it. Do, I hope it continues to do well, and that uh, we'll get we'll get more out of this in this Energon universe. Really uh, takes off. I mean the. This is uh, it's interesting to do this shared universe from from the ground up. So we'll see how it goes. Okay. Uh, also, we got some news from James Roberts, of course, the writer on More Than Meets the Eye. He's putting out new notebooks for uh, More Than Meets the Eye. Uh, you know, this is behind the scenes background as to all his plans and things for. Uh, more than meets the eye and lost light, the comic series. So this is volume three and four and, uh, you know, goes through, I think all the way up to, you know, season two and season three of, of more than meets the eye slash lost light. And also what were, what was planned for, uh, you know, what could have been for season four. I think that's, I think that's what's in there. So, um, you can check out his Twitter, page for information on how to order it he's taking orders throughout the month of september so you've got plenty of time to uh you know to check these out uh, i got one and two uh last year yeah i got them at tfcon this year cool yeah so i'm definitely getting these as well and uh yeah i mean it's 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 always interesting to get some you know I think I think he he took a lot of notes when when doing these comics, so it's really interesting to see what you know the planning process and how how he uh, developed this. Uh, you know, I, I I think this is this is one of the top uh, series in Transformers fiction. It was more than meets the eye and Lost Light, so uh, it's really cool to see all this uh, all this info. Uh, also, uh, James Roberts is looking to see if he can do a history book on Transformers fanzines from the 80s and 90s. So, and, and trying to do this as a tie-in to the 40th anniversary of Transformers. So he's actually soliciting help on Twitter to uh, people in the fandom who worked on fanzines, fanzines back in the 80s and 90s and trying to collect as much information as possible to build a, uh, a big uh, book featuring, you know, featuring these fanzines, their artwork and everything and see... Um, what they can do. So yeah, uh, I've seen a friend of the show, Trickster, like posting a lot, trying to help out. Uh, she's, I guess, really big into the fanzines back in the day. Cool. And he has an email address tfzines40 at gmail dot com. If you are interested and have information and can help, so um, check that out. Yep. And yeah, hope hopefully uh he'll be successful in that and then uh, I I hope he can make it to the like the this it seems like this he doesn't have a lot of lead time to get this going. It's it's September of 2023. If you want this out for the 40th anniversary, mm. you've got uh you know, if you want to get it out at the very end of of 2024, you've got a you know, a little bit more than a year to get this together. So hopefully it uh, it works out. Yeah, it, it, I mean, when was the actual anniversary? It's not January first, so he's got. Some <laughs> That's <time>. true. <laughs> yeah. And everybody knows anniversaries; they're they're just that whole year. One of the big num- <laughs> zero ending ones is the whole year. 
Okay, uh, that's all our comics news. Now let's get into our review. So uh, this week we are continuing our Transformers Earthspark review. This is Season 1, Episode 15, and it's Bare Necessities. Just for the bare necessities, the simple bare necessities. I I think I hear a Disney lawyer somewhere. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> Literally all day since you messaged saying that's what we're reviewing, it's been stuck in my head. I just keep humming it around the house. So thank you for that. <laughs> so very, uh, yeah. This was this was a, a weird episode. Um, it's written by Isabel Galupo and directed by Alex Kwan. And uh, yeah, I'm I'm curious. Like there, this episode. I think it was it was a fun like nice Mother's Day episode. It was you know a uh, little fun uh, you know story about family and uh, and uh, how they how they you know wanted to do something nice for the mom and and what Mother's Day means and everything. But then we had this side plot of ghosts like apparently dumping toxic waste in the forest for no reason. <laughs> And it's not really followed up on in the episode. So I'm wondering like if future episodes address this, but it was, it was very weird to, to see that. Like, I mean, uh, I guess we, we can, we can get into that. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, the episode starts off with a TV van, truck, whatever. Uh, a old man goes into the forest and starts putting giant containers of stuff with the ghost emblem on the containers out in the middle of the forest and then he drives off so okay that's weird what's going on there uh and meanwhile it's mother's day so uh alex is uh you know showering praise on his wife to say you know he's going out to get him get her mother's day present he also has to get Mother's Day presents for all the mothers in his life. Of course, I mean this is this is normal for Mother's Day. You know, you you got your um, for well for for uh, for us, it's our wives who are mothers to our children, and then our own mothers and any aunts and uncles and then everything grandmother. else. So grandmother as well, yeah. So that's uh, uh of course that's that <laughs> that's the uh, you gotta you gotta think about all the the mothers in your life. Um, and of course, uh, we see dot, um, uh, you know, dot Malto, she's, you know, she has her, the injury with her, her missing leg. So she has her prosthetic leg. She puts that on and, uh, she's like, it feels a little different. The like something's in, something's going on with the leg. So that, that figures into the story later. Uh, she hears the kids screaming for help and she immediately springs into action uh, grabs a pitchfork and goes to uh, to Nightshade's underground base to see if the kids are in trouble. But they're not in trouble. They're just calling her to surprise her with a Happy Mother's Day banner, and they are, you know, there to to shower praise on her. They're all uh, giving her gifts and everything. Twitch is a little um, fr- upset because she doesn't have a nice gift. Robbie tells her, "Oh, it just—it has to be fr- just anything from the heart. She'll, um, you know, whatever she'll like, whatever you get her, she'll like. You know, maybe a teddy bear." And those were the wrong thing. That was the wrong suggestion to make because Twitch goes and gets a real bear cub out in the forest to give to Dot Malto, uh, her mom. 
And yeah, of course, this causes problems. They have to take the bear cub back um, and, uh, you know, figure out how to get it back to its mom. And so that starts the adventure. So Dot, uh, Twitch, and Robbie go to take the bear cub back while everyone else is left waiting for them to finish so they can finish their um, the Mother's Day celebration. Of course, the mama bear comes looking for the baby bear, uh, you know, tracked it to their barn. So all these big transformers are scared of this relatively shorter, tinier bear. <laughs> and it's also funny because they're all afraid and they look to Mo because she's the oldest. So eight-year-old Mo is the oldest kid there. So she's the one in charge for all the, all the big transformers. So that was, it was funny seeing her. Uh, basically doing leadership and, uh, and of course we, they, uh, the, the transformers are, you know, they're, they're young, they're giant transformers, but they're young kids. So they're still afraid of a bear and they all run away from the bear and the bear chase, the bear keeps up and chases them, which is, which is, uh, interesting. Uh, meanwhile, uh, Robbie dot and Twitch are in the forest, uh, or driving, you know, driving to take the bear cub back. But then, uh, while Dot is driving, she says, she's somehow says the word fight. And that, and not realizing that apparently Nightshade added some enhancements into her prosthetic leg, including voice commands. So whenever Dot says fight, her leg starts firing laser blasts, which is a problem when you're driving a car because the laser blasts went through the brake pedal and she is no longer able to stop the car. Fortunately, Twitch is strong enough to stop them before they drive over a cliff. Uh, but in that process, the baby bear escapes and goes out into the forest. So they now need to track down the baby bear so they can get it back to its mom. Uh, as they are going through the forest, they come across those containers. Dot sees the ghost emblem on them and is like, what's going on? She lifts one up and there are some weird uh, grubs underneath it. It looks like Whatever was in these ghost containers, I'm guessing like waste energon has seeped into the ground and these worms ate some of it and then mutated into these weird energy grubs. And so, uh, but Dot says, oh, that's a problem for another day. We got, we got, we got other things to do. So it just leaves it there and they continue their search for the mama bear. Of course, uh, by the, um, the ghost waste containers, there are bear tracks, but they're big bear tracks indicating that it was the mama bear that was there, not the baby bear. So that's a problem for the future of this episode um, because the mama bear has apparently eaten some of these energon grubs and she starts mutating. So that's um, and that comes to the, the climax of the episode as uh, the bear is chasing the other kids throughout the forest. They meet up with the, uh, um, with Dot and Robbie and Twitch while they're chasing the baby bear. The baby bear goes out on a ledge, uh, on a, on a log that's overlooking a waterfall. So he's in trouble. Robbie tries to, to rescue that bear, but he falls himself into the water and Twitch has to rescue him. Meanwhile, uh, while they're trying to do that, the mom, the mama bear has them, like basically cornered between the river and, uh, and her, and she starts mutating. So that tentacles start coming out. She's like, there's this weird, like, multi-eyed creature is on top, is, is, uh, is like taking its shape and it attacks everyone. Uh, and then even to the point where apparently this energy thing 
separates itself from the bear and just becomes an, a weird energy bear. Uh, and so the mama bear, the, the real mama bear is okay and is like unconscious while this energy bear continues to fight and attack. Um, and at, uh, you know, finally Dot uses her, uh, her leg to, you know, shoot that gun, her laser gun and destroy this weird energy creature. It dissolves into energon goo and then falls into the river, which, um, I wouldn't drink that water. <laughs> <laughs> the, you know, maybe maybe it disperses. It's diluted enough, but that's uh, that seems pretty toxic. Um, the bear cubs are the bear cub is reunited with its mother. They go out in, into the forest and live their lives. Dot uh, tells Nightshade, uh, you know, this is this prosthesis is really my personal thing. I don't really like people messing with it, and Nightshade apologizes for making those enhancements without her permission. Uh, and uh, she says, okay, you know, we can work together on some, a few enhancements, but, uh, you know, you have to, we have to clear it, uh, you know, we have to do it together. Uh, so, yeah, so that's, that's the end of the episode. Of course, they, uh, the, le- the leg also does a dance party. Like she, if she says party, it starts playing disco music, which is, uh, is funny. And, um, and you know they had a happy ending. Oh, I, I, at the very end, Alex, uh, the dad, comes back and gives Dot her real Mother's Day present, which is binoculars because she really loves bird watching. And she looks up in the sky, and there's a there's a bird flying through the sky that is not flapping its wings. It's very it's like you can tell how cheap the animation is for that one shot. But she's she loves uh, she loves bird watching, so that was a nice gift for her. Uh, and that is the end of the episode. So, uh, yeah, so this was a, you know, this is a very, uh, kind of, this is the, like one of those family message episodes, uh, kind of silly, not really, um, you know, dealing with any of the other transformers in the show. Uh, but we do have this weird element of ghost apparently leaving toxic waste. Oh yeah. And at the very end, the, the news van, goes back into ghost headquarters and you can see it was a holographically disguised. So the van was actually a ghost van, not a news van. And the old guy was actually a ghost agent and dropping off these things on the orders of the, the head of the ghost agency. So on top of them being like the transformers police, apparently they deal with toxic energy on waste and just dump it in the forest. I don't think that's proper waste disposal procedure. Doesn't seem like that's uh, that's a good job. Also, I'm not clear why if you're going to all these lengths to make it secret that you're dropping this waste off. Why do you put your organization stamp on every box? Like they went through all that effort to disguise the van, but they don't disguise the boxes. Like why you could have just put them in like boxes with no symbols on them, and no one would know where they came from. But I don't know. So. Uh, Dr. Pants, uh, what did you think of this episode? I I still enjoyed it. I didn't enjoy it as much as the last one I reviewed with you guys, which I don't remember the name of it, but it was the Tarantulas episode. Um, mm-hmm. That was that was a really, really good episode with um, a lot of really nice themes to it. This was just the whole, you know, Mother's Day kind of theme, blah, blah, blah. And like, you know, the gifts from the heart are the one that matter and. All that stuff. Uh, but I did enjoy it. It gave me strong vibes of like a filler episode from Beast Wars season one. 
Mm. Like I, th- I, I got the same kind of feeling from that. I do yeah. really like seeing all the the Terran Transformers uh, interacting with each other. I think they're a lot of fun. Uh, I like all their characters, uh, specifically the two who I don't know that well. Hashtag and is it Jawbreaker? Yeah, Jawbreaker. Yeah, yeah. I, I like Jawbreaker a lot. I love the fact that like at some point he is the bait to lure the mother bear away and he's like oh sure give the one who doesn't have an alt mode like be the bait i can't go that fast and it's, it was like funny and i i genuinely cracked up a little bit with that um but it was uh it was fun it was a fun episode they made the baby cub like too adorable like that was like almost <laughs> disney level like small animal adorableness and i'm like oh no no don't hurt the baby bear oh no um the whole ghost thing was a little weird. I, I can only imagine that either either they're just trying to get rid of the waste. They don't want anyone to know that they're polluting things. Or it's it's a test of what they could do. Because, like, obviously, like, the Energon can be used for something. And now it, it like, seeped into the, the grubs and then the grubs into the bear. And it mutated the bear, but then, like was able to separate itself from the bear and be its own monster thing, and maybe they're trying to turn it and weaponize it. Mm. Yeah, that thing. I hate that. <laughs> I hate that. It's um, D&D fans, like, it's a beholder. It's a beholder bear. And that is not the kind of bear I want. It's That's a bear holder. Up. It's a bear. Oh, it's a bear holder. <laughs> oh, new monster idea for D&D. Really? Oh, I, w- I would I would have... Gone with the displacer beast, no, with the tentacles. Oh, you know what? Yeah, yeah. I, it's just the eyes. It's the eye stalks on the head. Like that's. Oh that's, yeah. That's that's what makes me. That's what makes me say that. But yeah, that's true. No, I I don't know what else to call it. But um, <laughs> a bear it, holder like, I, is good. It's a bear holder. <laughs> yeah, bear holder is good. I'm, I'm going to use that now. Um, but I can only imagine that it's just going to go further because, in all honesty, I mean, let's face it, from the beginning. Ghost is a weird organization. It's got a not-so-happy-looking emblem. I mean, that's a pretty sinister-looking emblem. You're called Ghost. You're hiding around and everything. Like, they had to do something weird. We have to have some kind of villain-esque thing happening. And, uh, you know. So, I can only imagine they're just trying to weaponize this Energon. And that's and that's what we're getting here. But, I mean, it was a plot-light episode. Like I said, it was. it felt like a filler episode. And yeah. those aren't... A, those aren't a problem as long as they're fun in general. And this was, I, I enjoyed it. I like the Terrans a lot. So it was a fun little romp. Cool. Jeremy, what did you think? Yeah, I mean, much the same. I enjoyed it, but not as much as the last couple episodes, but I think after the, the Bumblebee episode last time, it probably did need to be a little bit lighter in tone. However, I'm just wondering, like, you're it's a happy-go-lucky Mother's Day episode, and then this thing shows up, <laughs> and it's like, what are the kids going to do when they're enjoying their show, and then suddenly they get terrified by this bear holder? <laughs> it, it's just, you know, because th- that thing is legitimately terrifying-looking. Especially when you start seeing the the things coming out of the bear initially and stuff. I yeah. Mean, oh, it's awful! It's awful. It, it it was very disturbing. Uh, and it just it 
it's weird because it, it did feel like a filler episode, but then you have this kind of setting up a new subplot as well. And I don't know. I'm I'm of two minds of it because I mean it was enjoyable, but it just how much does it contribute to the ongoing or not? And then you you know you have the the fun family stuff. I don't know. I mean, it, it was definitely like you said. It, it was a like some of those Beast Wars episodes that just kind of didn't contribute to the ongoing story. Um, but I thought it was neat. I, I really appreciated how they handled the whole prosthesis thing, and you know, just having a character like Dot with you know a disability like that and just kind of the way they're treating it. I think that that is a great thing to show kids. Yeah. You know, just more normalized things like that. And also just kind of the emphasis of, you know, the, the prosthesis is a very personal thing to her because she has to live with it every day. So any kind of change she could tell and, you know, just kind of, it's like don't don't change my personal things like that without, you know, you know your your intentions were good, mm-hmm. but you didn't have the full understanding of my connection with this thing. So I thought that was really cool. Um, I I liked at the beginning when Alex was like asking her, like she was like, "Can you bring me my my leg?" And he's like, "Which one? Your dancing one?" Or <laughs> you know, he goes through like these these like she has like one for her fancy occasions, one for her you know more active occasions. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I, it, I, I've i seen some YouTubers that are, you know, use prosthesis and stuff and they're very open about it. And it it's just, it's it's like that. They'll have different ones to fit different situations. And I just, I like that it's it's being normalized on this show. That, that was really cool. Yeah. Um, how, long, how long till she gets a transforming prosthesis though? <laughs> it's just built into an exosuit. Yeah. Maybe. But, I mean, this one. This one was already shooting lasers, so it's not. Yeah. It's not that far off. But I did you notice when when she shot the laser, she had put it on her arm. Yeah, yeah. So. Which is which was cool. But why did it? We only saw two modes: party and fight. And like, <laughs> there has to be more than party and fight. Like, that's all you need. Be a jet mode. <laughs> yeah. Like a rocket boot. Never yeah. Be, yeah. But anyway. I, it, it was an interesting episode. It I just, definitely think it. Uh, yeah, it, it, I definitely think it needs a revision when you know the, the you put the laser in the heel and it shoots through your the the brake pedal in your car. You know that's that's uh, yeah. <laughs> it, it placement of the laser emitters is is a, a problem there. Yeah, but yeah, I mean, I, I imagine that the next episode is going to be another like more plot heavy one, but this was just a somewhat lighter until you see the bear holder. So. <laughs> yeah. But they yeah, even it was made pr- that I, a little bit, they even made the bear holder thing like a little lighthearted. Cause they're comically like getting thrown around by the tentacles and everything. It's a little yeah. slapsticky, but no, the bear holders terrifying. I mean, it's 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 fun until like it's pulling dot toward her toward towards the bear, and then one comes out of its mouth and is like, "That's like 
yikes, <laughs> you're about I to had, get eaten. <laughs> I had forgotten about that part. Thanks. Thanks. <laughs> so, so fun fact. I have a weird phobia of like worms and grubs. Like they, they scare me in real life, like really badly. And when she lifted up the container, I was just like, Oh, Oh no, 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 Get those things away. Like it just, I know they're cartoons, but the worst thing when you're in your backyard. Yeah. I, I, I hate it. And it like, I, I, I get all like shaky and warm and I hate it. And they looked really well done on this show. And I hated that. And then when the bear holder starts sprouting tentacles, I was like, nope, this is worse. This is so much worse. Thanks. <laughs> We're yeah. expecting that in your, your child-focused Transformers series. <laughs> I don't know what to expect ever anymore. <laughs> yeah, I mean, and then the last, I, I mentioned this earlier, but the last, like, 99% of this episode is well animated, except for that one little part at the very end where the bird is just like, the least realistic bird I've ever seen just flying through the air, wings not moving at all, just like flying in a straight line. It's like, ooh, a bird, let me watch that. It's like yeah, they just need one more shot and they're like, okay, animate, you know, just take the static image, take it from here <laughs> to here. All right. Yeah, that was that was really just like very took me out of the show for the yeah, entire. It, it, in my mind, they could have just gotten away with having a bird sound and then, you know, her getting excited about, you know, seeing this bird she's been looking for. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, that's that's a minor nitpick, but I just it was very it was very noticeable how like they were like, OK, we're out of animation budget. So <laughs> just have it go forward. Okay, the funny thing is, is like it didn't bother me the first time I watched it. I was just like, "Ooh, bird." Okay, and I just went back to watch the scene, and yeah, its wings don't flap at all. Just static shot of a bird <laughs> going in a straight line. Yeah, maybe, maybe though it is, uh, it is a plot point, and maybe that bird ate some of the grubs and is fested with the energon <laughs> and is now like a weird bird that no longer needs to flap its wings, or, or it's just a drone. <laughs> yeah, because birds aren't real. Yeah. Birds aren't real. They're drones from real. the government. They they sit on power lines <laughs> to recharge themselves. Look it up, people. I had my kid believing that for a while. <laughs> <laughs> and then when he, he started school, I'm like, I, I got to cut that out. <laughs> I do it to my students all the time. Like, not about the stuff I teach, but random other things I try to convince them of. <laughs> All right. Well, that is our review of the latest Earth Spark episode, episode fifteen. Uh, bare necessities. Oh yeah, and I did like all the like the, they had hashtag searching the internet for how to deal with bears, and she's like, "Oh, get in a picnic basket." <laughs> yes, perfect. Yes, that yeah. was very nice. <laughs> So yeah, so there were definitely mo- this episode had lots of fun moments, also scary moments, nightmare fuel inducing moments. So you might want to balance that for the kid for the kids, but uh, you know, still fun. And uh, yeah, so that's our that's our review, and that'll do it for this episode of Transmissions Alt Mode. 
So again, as we wrap up the show, I want to thank our masterpiece donatrons because these are the ones who, the folks who continue to support us at our highest level on Patreon. So that's why they get a shout out in every episode. So thank you once again to John Forex Live and Good and Demon Tech 82. You guys rock. And Dr. Pants, you rock as well. So why don't you tell everyone where they can find more of your stuff on Nerdstradamus. Thank you as always guys for having me. Um, you're, you're fantastic to do a show with. I, I always have a blast doing this, but you can find me and my friends. Uh, we're Nerdstradamus everywhere. Uh, there is a link tree. If you're watching this right now, it's right below my name. And if you're listening to this on audio, uh, it should be in the show notes, but we have, uh, Twitter, Facebook, TikTok, uh, Instagram, and our main outlet is YouTube. It's the Nerdstradamus channel there. We do all kinds of fun videos, mostly about gaming. There's some discussion, some skits, uh, music videos, but mostly just a bunch of us just being dumb and having fun. So please check that out. Uh, we've been doing TikToks a lot lately, so you can see some clips for what we've been doing. But yeah, please, please check us out. We just like to have fun. <laughs> As do we all. Nerds just like to have fun. Nerds just like to have fun. That's the new song idea. I have to text my uh, my music guy. You're welcome. Thank you. Bear holder and nerds just want to have fun. Yeah. There we go. I just got to come to Jeremy for all my ideas now. My God. Big picture person. All right, everyone. Thanks again for watching and listening to Transmissions Alt Mode. We'll see you next time. Bye-bye. Bye. Later. Thank you for listening to this episode of Transmissions. If you'd like to join the conversation, travel to our Discord channel at transmissionspodcast.com slash Discord. Want some cool transmission swag? Feast your eyes on our transmissions gear at transmissionspodcast.com slash shop. If you'd like to support our podcast, go to transmissionspodcast.com slash support or tell your friends about our show. We'll see you next time. Mm-hmm.